don't know if y'all know this or not, but um, after the after every, I don't know how long I've been doing this number number of months now, but after every Sunday worship service, I'll go back after everybody's <clears throat> left the church, and I'll I'll download the video from the service, and I'll and I'll upload that to our Facebook and our YouTube channel, and then I'll go back and I'll and I'll separate the sermon out. And I realized last week that I that I preached a grand total of eighteen minutes last week, which I. Surely, y'all have to agree, was had to be one of my shortest ever. Um, so I'm, I'm sure y'all are grateful for that. You may be even more grateful to know that I'm going to try my best to condense today's sermon a little bit shorter. Um, <laughs> we've got a number of things to do. I'd like to concentrate on our communion service, but I've also got another surprise for you at the end of the service as well. Don't worry, it's not a bad one. It's a good one. Um, but the scripture we're going to talk about, uh, I, I hope I can breeze through this. If I can't, we may, I may divide it up into two services, two sermons. But anyway... Uh, the scripture we're going to talk about is going to be kind of similar in theme and in uh, overall the overall point of one that we talked about a couple weeks ago from from First John. If you guys happen to remember that, it contains a lot of the same message, and again, it contains a lot of the same primary theme that we talked about two weeks ago, and it's a theme that um, that really needs to be driven deep into our hearts and into our minds and. And into our spirits because it really talks about the essence of what it means to be a Christian. It really talks about the essence of the gospel and and what Christianity is and how we how we embody our faith and how we really live out our faith. It's really a starting point, if you will, uh, for 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 how to be a Christian, how to take the gospel of Christ and how to live that out through our thoughts, through our words, and through our actions. Because I told you guys, I think again, it was a couple weeks ago, I don't think it was last week's sermon, but I told you guys that Christianity is a very, very simple religion. At the end of the day, Christianity is a very, very simple religion. It's not an easy religion, but it is very, very simple. And I'll, before I go to the scripture today, I want to point out to you guys some scriptures that we have really, that I have really tried to push and push and push and drive home to you guys over the last eight months or so, probably since last summer. Because all of these scriptures that I've really tried to, again, drive home and, 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 and get into your minds and your hearts so deeply, all of them really contain the same message. All of them really contain the same basic message of Christianity. And I think that if we can just get this one little simple thing down, it'll make the whole, it'll make all the difference in the world. It'll make all the difference in, 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 the, in, in our personal relationship with Christ, of course, but also in the way that we live our Christianity outside of the walls of the sanctuary, which is what Christianity is really all about. And y'all know that I believe that one hour a day is not it, or one hour a week ain't it. It's about the way that we live. It's about the way that we think and the way that we operate in the world. One of those scriptures is the one that we have called, that I've referred to you as the Jesus Creed. It's that one that we repeated. I've taken them up now. I'm not, I'm not going to do it anymore. Um, but we used them in our worship service a number of times. As, and we, as we repeated, uh, instead of using the Apostles' Creed, we used what I called the Jesus Creed. And it came from the Gospel of Mark. I did a sermon series on it back in late summer or, um, or early fall. I can't remember. But it contains this beautiful message of what Christianity is all about. At the end of the day, Somebody asked Jesus, what is the greatest commandment? And I hope y'all are so sick of me talking about this. I hope you are sick to death of hearing me repeat this. I hope that I have repeated this so much 
that, that, that these words are, are in, your, in your mind when you wake up in the morning. Maybe I hope, that, I hope that they just jump out at you in the middle of the day as you're going out throughout your work day, your school day, or whatever, or your retirement days. I hope that we have drilled these words into your minds and into your hearts so they have absolutely become second nature to you. But somebody asked Jesus what was the greatest commandment, and I hope that y'all know what his answer was at this point. He said, the greatest commandment is this, love the Lord your God with all of your heart, all of your soul, all of your mind, and all of your strength. And he followed it up with, and there is another one that is just as equal. Love your neighbor as yourself. And then he said these incredible words. He said, there is no commandment greater than these. Christianity 101, belief in Christ, loving God, loving others. Belief in Christ, loving God, loving others. There's a couple other scriptures that really jumped out to us that I've tried to drive home, probably not nearly as much. But both of these scriptures come from the, authors, uh, the author of uh, the Gospel of John and also, also 1 John. And they jump out to us again as just a simple, a concise summation of what the gospel is, of what, of what Christianity is. And, and again, how we live this Christianity in our lives, throughout our lives. I told you guys, I think it was, um, I think it was two weeks ago, I reminded you of, of John 3.16. Everybody in this room knows John 3.16. Even the youngest and the oldest among us, all of us know what John 3.16 says. I told you guys that that was essentially, John 3.16, 3.16 is essentially the beginning of what we call the gospel, the beginning of Christianity. What's John 3.16 say? For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whoever believes, believes, there's where it starts, that little word believes. And remember, we're not talking about a mental belief. We're not talking about a, 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 a mental assent only. We are talking about a true soulful, heartfelt belief in the reality of that person, that divine person that we call Jesus Christ, who died, who was resurrected and ascended. Whoever believes in Him should not perish, but have eternal life. There's your first part of Christianity. Second part of Christianity, I, I pointed your attention to 1 John 3.16. It's a pretty easy way to remember where this verse is. 1 John 3.16. And 1 John 3.16 says this, this is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down His life for us. And we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers and our sisters. And if you remember correctly, I, when, I, when I gave you guys that verse, I said, you know, this is essentially the second part of what Christianity is about. First one's John 3.16, belief. Second, laying down our lives for others. Now, I think we have a tendency a lot of times when people teach this or preach this, we kind of take this literally. And, and a lot of times you'll hear it in, in, in military events, those types of things. Certainly that has happened. Certainly people have literally laid down their lives and taken a bullet for another human being. Certainly there are, there are, there are, are Christians throughout, the, throughout history who have given their life for the faith. Try to get rid of those extremes. To give up our life simply means to give up our selfishness. It means to give up our sinfulness. It means to give up our, 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 our selfish desires and our selfish pursuits, our selfish worldly pursuits for what? For the benefit of God, for obedience to God, and for the benefit of other people. That's what it means to lay down my life. I give up my selfishness, my desires, my pursuits, 
and instead I embrace love for God and love for neighbor. Do you guys see how the verses from the Jesus Creed and how the verses from 1 John and, uh, and John kind of blend so beautifully together to give us the same message? Belief, love for God and others. Belief, love for God and others. Belief, love for God and others. It's that same thing you see throughout the New Testament. They pretty much contain that same simple message, believing in Christ and laying down our lives to serve. One more verse that I pointed out to you um, two weeks ago was 1 John 3.23. Again, another beautiful summation, another beautiful and very, very concise um, description of what Christianity is, the basics of Christianity, Christianity 101. The entirety of the gospel summed up in just a few words. I'm going to read it to you again and tell me once more if you don't see the same exact message being repeated from our Jesus Creed scripture and from these two other ones from John and 1 John. 1 John 3.23 reads this. This is His command. This is God's command to believe in the name of His Son, Jesus Christ, and to love one another as He has commanded us. Are we getting the repetition here? Are we understanding the basics of our faith, the basics of what Christianity is, the basics of what we are called to be and what we are called to do? It's all over the New Testament. It's so, so simple. So, so such a simple message. It's not an easy message. But it is a simple one. Belief and loving God and loving others. Belief in Christ, loving God and loving others. Folks, if I, if, I, if I have not taught you anything in two years, I want to leave Broxton in the Oak Grove knowing that I have drilled this in the heads of every person here. There's nothing more important that I can teach you. There's nothing more important that I can preach to you than this very simple message of loving God, loving people, and having faith and a heartfelt belief in the, resurrect, the death, the resurrection, and the ascension of Christ. If I, if, I have, if I have drilled that into your heads and you can take that home with you and, and, you, and you dwell and you rest you, in, in this and you, rest, you base your faith on this, I will feel like I have done my job. That's it. But how do we love God? You know what? I'm going to cut it off right there. I'm not even going to get to, to, uh, to our scripture today. Our scripture was, uh, is, is, if you'd like to look at it the next week, our scripture is John 15, verses 1 through 8. It's the same one that uh, Susan talked to the children this morning. And what I'm going to talk to you guys about next week is how do we love God? We got the basics. We got the, we got the, the understanding of what Christianity is. How do we do this? How do we, how do we love God? How do we love other people? Because let's be honest, sometimes it's not easy to love other people. It's pretty easy to love God for the most part. Not so easy to love other people. Sometimes we don't. Sometimes it's not, again, easy for us. Sometimes we just flat out don't want to do it. <laughs> it's not easy a lot of times. But what I want you to do is I want you to go back to our scripture from two weeks ago, which was... 1 John, hold on just a second, I'll tell you. I don't have it written down. You got your little planner, Susan? Up there somewhere? Just tell me where it's at. 
Right there? Oh, I don't see it. Yeah, your little worship planner. First John uh, 3, 16 through 24 was the scripture that we talked about two weeks ago. I want you to look that up. First John 3, 16 through 24. And then our scripture for next week is going to be John, not first John, but John 15, 1 through 8. And if, you, if you'll do this, um, what I want you to do is I want you to see the similarities between these two verses. Because these two pieces of Scripture give us a very, there's a very good idea of how... It's simple, too, by the way. I'm not trying to trick anybody. But it gives us a very simple idea of how, we can, how to grow in our faith. How, how, what is the foundation? What is the absolute... Now that we understand what Christianity is, loving God, loving others, belief, where do we begin? How do we start that? How do we start to love God and love others with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength? Where does, that, where does that begin? Where does that start? Both of those scriptures point out the exact same thing. As a matter of fact, the scripture from uh, today's scripture, John 15, 1 through 8, points it out eight different times. And that's going to be your clue. It points it out there eight times in this four, five or seven verses that, that tell you how do we begin this walk with Christ? How do we begin what's, how our foundation of, uh, of growing in Christ-likeness and being able to grow and learn to love God and to learn to love others. I'm going to give that, I'll give that to you next week.